Today is September 26th. The Yankees, the streakiest team in baseball, is streaking in the right direction. They sweep the Red Sox back-to-back sweep, six wins in a row. They sit alone atop the first wild card spot. So let's talk about them. Let's talk Yanks. Well, hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. Behind the dish, we have producer BBD. And the Yankees played Sunday night baseball against the Red Sox with the playoff race on the line. Joe West behind the dish. And did that feel special? That's our youth right there. It's still happening. Sunday night baseball, Red Sox, Joe West behind the dish, September baseball. Kicked it back to like 2009. How are you doing, Jake? James, BBD, everyone live in the chat. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who is enjoying the stream with us tonight. Uh, You guys are the absolute best. Thanks to everyone on our end that helped. And, hey, I guess ESPN got you. They hit your heartstrings a little bit there with the throwback. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, there's something weird to be said about Yankees and Red Sox coming into tonight, the exact same number in the standings, two seasons that have felt like polar opposites. And, yeah, man, I, you know, I I said it before, I hope these Yankees do reel us back in when they had, what, that two-for-11 stretch or whatever the hell it was, and they have now won six straight back-to-back sweeps. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of weird sickos in that Yankees analytics department that are doing the Mr. Burns, yes, yes, and clicking their fingers together. Because they're saying this is the plan. I mean, either way, it's not the plan because you want to win these. But uh, the Yankees, as of today, have the home wild card game. Um, and they'll head on to play three versus Toronto to continue to battle it out. So, man, this is... This is going to be our quickest turnaround all year from enjoying this to, uh, like, baseball in our throat tomorrow, <laughs> getting nervous again. But, hey, we didn't know if we'd get this, so I'm, I'm stoked, man. They, uh, they're having fun. They're doing, like, the cool stuff, like the crazy. I mean, the Stanton home run from game two is like a memory. That's like a yes classic that gets played throughout the years, and, uh, so, yeah, man, there's just a lot of those good moments in this series. They uh, they gave us a scare tonight, but uh, they out-scared Boston, I guess. So, we're feeling good, baby. Yeah, it's a wild couple games. Uh, you, can, you can pick good things and bad things out of all of them besides game one. But games two and three, definitely, if you wanted to be, like, the opposite side of the ball, a little bit you could. Mm. They only got four hits. Just one of them was a grand slam, so that's mm. great. Uh, but the having King and Sevy back and Stanton doing what he's doing overshadows like everything else for me. 
It's How's just, your uh, what's your barometer? What's your temperature? What's another unit of measurement that's inapplicable to baseball? But we can relate. Kind of along for the ride. Obviously, ups and downs. I'm, I I was always more scared of this Toronto series than I was the Red Sox series. Sure. Uh, they're the streakiest team in baseball uh, by their own admission and per the stats. So how long does this streak last? Do they win three more and then they're in the playoffs and then we hope that a new season starts and then that's just like they get hot. Or do they lose the last six? And then and then where are we there? So I'm almost like, got to stop thinking in the future. They're set up decently. They need to get Herman some innings. They need to get Sevy some more innings. We need to see what Tyone's doing. Um, and I'm scared about that. Like, when and how is that going to come together? And, and, you know, DJ had two good games. But we need other people to start hitting besides Judd and Stanton. They're carrying us right now. But obviously, they're back in first place in the first wild card, and that's a fantastic thing. It's a good place to be, and hey, it's you know, it's it's against a good team. I mean, you know, the the Red Sox have had a really good season. They were eighty eight and sixty seven coming into tonight as well. So, man, man, oh man, yeah, that's a along the ride is is a good way is a good way to put it. Like after they won Friday night's game, it's like we got in the Uber. I hope you get me home. Even if you get me kind of near home, that'd be cool at this point. Well, you know? uh, no, I don't want to lose sight that. Yeah, that's no, what I don't I think, want. I think I'm, I'm kind of in lose sight for now. Like that other stuff's going to be there, you know? Ho- host the wild card game. That's when things are going to get very, so real. Because this Yankees roller coaster has been such a mess that we haven't even been able to live in fear. Like, after the Yankees came off their 35-11 and 11 streak, we started talking wild card, and, you know, people were talking about catching the Rays, and we're like, oh, how much does a wild card game suck? The Yankees suck so bad, we haven't even gotten to feel that wild card fear. Like, we still want that. So, let's get there. I still think, you know, the Uber thing was kind of weird and not fully accurate. The Yankees... I mean, once, if they were to advance after a one-game wild card, I think that's when we get nuts. Like, I think that's when it's just blind. Oh, we, yeah, that are fully in it. But let's go Yanks, man. Let's go Yanks. I mean, I didn't think they'd sweep them. I, think, I, I, I thought they'd win two out of three. Uh, we weren't facing Sale. We had our pitching lined up how we wanted it, so... I mean, I think I said that, but I'm I'm more worried about this Toronto series. And I'm glad that they're kind of struggling. And winning today and being two up on Toronto is so much better than just being one up. Oh, yeah. Up going into a three-game set. So they're positioned, you know, from six days ago, as about as good as they can possibly be. With them winning. <laughs> two sweeps, and yeah. <laughs> But with the Twins helping. Yeah. That's baseball. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, postseason pitching is a hilarious. Like, if we win that wild card game, I think in the car ride home, we all had different twos and threes, like out of us. Like, this next week kind of dictates it. Yeah. And, well, I don't know. I'll say, uh, I think we'll be talking about them a lot, but you've been on the. 
the king, how how impactful he was. I mean, seeing Severino in that moment this series, how cool is that? And we haven't even seen Herman, and that's might become a Tuesday conversation. And, and, and Laza coming back Tuesday. And I still uh, I still have uh, for next season Heaney. I, st- I said it like three episodes ago. Like if they get rid of someone else and Heaney finishes right. the season, there's still part of me like that's a loss. Right. Like what are we doing? Because there's we looked at you it guys today. Aren't being cool. We looked at it today. If Luizaga and Tyone come back, they could option a Brayu. Yeah. And then it's Heaney. And I have Seems to be uh, the only other. It's the trick. only. It's the I only. have a. I I later in the show, and if I forget about this, remind me. I have a new solution to the problem. Mm. Yeah, they sent Floral down. Floral down for Domingo, right? So that's not it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, stay tuned. For stay that. tuned. Yeah, that's how we keep you hooked in the Big Red Sox series. Should I like write it down somewhere? Nah. <laughs> okay. Actually, I, I probably we're gonna remember. I take it back anyway. It's up. Uh, let me just look at something real quick. Because if it's out, then I'll just say it now. Okay. What I was going to say, because if it's not an option, it's not an option. Right. Uh, Not an option. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if, like, this this goes on. Uh, Yeah. Heaney and Joely. There's no room for Joely. If that's what's going to happen. You can't have a guy that can just get out one lefty. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get trapped, yeah, and if he's that bad against righties, then just take the option away. Yeah. I think that's – hopefully that'll they're be conversations free, in the future. They're both free agents at the end of the year. So I have Abreu being more helpful than Joely right now, especially yeah. when you like Wandy and Litke. Yeah, it just uh, – that starts to get into one-game playoffs because if you got two outs and you go to, go to Joely, that could be a good spot. But we, we got a lot of work to put yeah. in before we well, that was there. the that was my – my thing I thought of today. Okay. Uh, you want to just get to the burns? You want to get to talking about these? Any other gr- ba- groundskeeping? Who's back? Domingo's back. You mentioned uh. in passing, Tyone will be back Tuesday. And and they think Laza, Luizaga, right? During the series, maybe not Tuesday specifically, but during the Toronto series. Yeah. Yeah. Threw the bullpen either this morning or yesterday, and it went well. So he's back. Or will be back. Bang. Okay, let's burn game one. Burner game one brought to you by Canna Dips. Mm. Dip, no nicotine, no tobacco. None of the stuff that's not of the good. It's CBD. Good for you. Jake takes CBD regularly. Lots. Yeah. Uh, Chewing tobacco is a rite of passage when it comes to baseball. But you don't need the nicotine. You don't need the tobacco. You got the CBD. So these are pouches, CBD pouches. You just put them right in there. You get to spit and you get to feeling good. Mm. You like that feeling. You're a ball player again. But your wife's not mad at you and she'll kiss you at night. Mm. You got to head to CanadipCBD.com and use promo code Yankees for 20% off site-wide. These Canadip CBD pouches are all natural, spitless, and use Spitless and are great to use wherever, whenever. No tobacco, no nicotine. I haven't really hit that yet, but I'm going to figure You're it out. You're all around. I had no dog. tobacco good there, but the nicotine, I blew it. Canadips. Full flavor experienced 
designed for your enjoyment and at 20% off with code Yankees. Why wait? Mm. Cannadips. Oh, you can grab the California roll, which is all five flavors for 20% off. Bam. California Let's burn game one. Roll On your mark. It's it. Check for insurance with your dealers as we've got aces showing Nate Dog Evaldi versus Garrett J. Cole in a rap battle on Lansdowne. Jim, your Yanks push three across in the first. Judge doubles his pleasure, doubles his fun with the RBI double. Stanton, Ribby Groundoucher, and Gleba Torres with the RBI single. That's how they got their three and then into the third. Giancarlo, let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. Apotaco, three-run homer. It's 6-0. Make it 7 as Higgy. It is high. It is far. Holy Schwarber. It drops in the infield, and they give him a single on it. It is 7-0, Yanks. Devers with the only blip on Cole's day as he gives up the three-run jobber but Glaber bombs Glaber bombs he gets one of his own it is 8-3 Yanks Jim it stay that way Cole to Clay to Wandy to Chad bro Yankees take a game one they need it 8-3 final you forgot about the end yeah they uh came out banging Banging chains, man. Got to Evaldi. Pretty bad. No strikeouts from Evaldi. Yeah. Not a single swing at a breaking or an off-speed pitch. And not a single swing and miss um, from a breaking or an off-speed pitch. And they were uh, all over him. So... He was tipping. The Yankees had something on Nate Dogg, and good. That's nice. Good to be on the other side of that. Um, Garrett Cole deserves some credit. I mean, he was shut out through five. Uh, Devers clips him third time through. Changeup sat there for just long enough. Really, it was a nice piece of hitting, and that guy's really good. Did kind of make the game scarier. It was definitely you had to sit up and watch the rest of it, and Hey, we'll see what goes on with this Toronto series. We could look back at that and be like, damn, it kinda kinda sucks we had to use Chad there. But uh and Clay Wandy, you know. But who cares? This game was huge. I, I started getting a little noivous heading into this one because it it really was the tipping of the scale for this final stretch of the season. It was the Red Sox to get what, an eight game win streak or a seven game win streak? It was for the if the Yankees won, they now had a four-game win streak. Yeah, and made like the Texas series like, like off or not. Yeah, this this game was huge, and the Yanks, man, got up early, got up big, crushed Evaldi, didn't do much the rest of the way, but yeah. they did enough. Yeah, uh, and then it, the only thing, the Devers home run, obviously it ruins Cole's line a little bit, but also I think it was going to be savvy for like three just let them eat for a little bit, and then we're using our good guys. So, a little bit of a bummer. Boone, no other decisions, really, right? No, the lineup just let it ride. And no, I Cole mean, Cole wasn't sharp, sharp, but 
It was good. It was good. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't a double digit strikeout cold day, but he was also pitching delicately to all their big hitters. Good. Smart, but I think at the stadium he doesn't do that. I think there's a Fenway effect and uh just coming off hamstring effect. Hamstring, how your stuff's feeling on a given day. I mean the, the fact, you know, shut piece through five and you're up seven nil. That's uh that's the mm. goal of that game. Yeah. That's the goal of every game. Oh, but I mean the the Yankees put him in a position to be able to like late in the game when Devers clipped him, he was able to go aggressive again. Um which stinks for his stat line. But, yeah. You know. There's no shame in that. There would have been shame on the next pitch when JD Martinez mm-hmm. almost drives one out of the park. That was a moment that, that had scary. all Yankee fans pretty tight butthole. A lot of, I think a lot of tight butthole camera angles on both sides throughout the series. Mm. Yeah, there kind of was. Not yeah. the best camera work series. A lot of, lot, lot that I think a lot of people thought were absolute bombs. Yeah, dude. Myself included. There was a couple. There was a ball that hit, was hit like in front of Judge today that off the bat looked like it was gone. Straight up. How about that? The great camera work series. Um. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, we normally do some guess the lineup stuff. Guard dog in center field stayed that way throughout. Guard is hitting, and they're just going no void. Yeah. They just locked it in, basically. Going into game two, Joe's was texting us, mm. uh, saying, like, you in, you in. And I was like, well, that game is amazing. Mm. But it's pretty easy to hit when you know a fastball's coming. And they were just jumping of all these fastballs. They didn't score any off the bullpen. So I was like, so I'd like to see them win the next two. Sure. And get to other pitchers that maybe they don't know. Mm. So want to go into game two? Tell them what happened? I think we can do that. All right. Let's do it then. Jim, how about a couple ends? Nestor versus Nick. Full pension Piv versus nasty Nestor. Game two at Fenway. Pack in the third. Bluecki, God bless you. He hits a homer. It's one nothing. Sox make it two as one of the Yankees MVPs. The wild pitch comes out. It is two nothing Red Sox. But Jim, if you're an MVP, you make up for it. Both sides of the ball. Yankees score on a wild pitch. It is two one into the eighth. It's getting scary. We got bases loaded. Giancarlo. Grand Salami into the night. What a moonshot. 452 from the big fella. Yanks go Nestor to King to Licky to Luis Severino in some big innings. <laughs> Chapman comes in. He gives up one to Bobby Dahlbeck. Oh my God. Don't care, Yankees. Take game two, 5-3 final. Interesting game. Like you said, a huge moment from Stanton. Yes, rerun moment. I mean, like, man, I, uh, I've said it on here a lot. I don't think I've ever tweeted it because I, I don't. I feel like people could take it the wrong way, but, like, 
I think he's our Reggie Jackson, man. Like, he's going to finish as an all-time home run hitter. He's like, stuff he does is kind of cool and iconic. When he hits them, they're just monsters. Um, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I know Reggie's got a weird place in Yankees history. He's got some iconic moments. But he also has moments with other teams, and then he was with the team like for a little bit. Yankee five and now years, it's kind of bad because he just like bailed for Houston or whatever, and we've kind of <laughs> laughed off that story a couple times. But what Stan is doing, A, how cool it looks, and B, what a moment, man. I mean, how different is today if Stan doesn't hit that? <laughs> Every, I mean, yeah. But there's a lot of I – mean, earlier in the game, we had the uh, – one out, uh, second and third, judge up, and the wild pitch, another wild pitch RBI yeah, to yeah. cut the lead in half. Hoorah. And then Garter gets thrown out at home on that chopper because they just do the run yeah. on contact play. Did you see Katie Sharp's stat on that? What? I think Yankees have the most outs at home plate, 22. The second is the Kansas City Royals, who's like a team that's built around speed speed and aggression and taking chances when it's there. That's the play they run. I mean, I hope hope they have analytic guys that have crunched a bunch of numbers, and if we were to, like, corner them and be like, why do you run on contact no matter what, they would pull up some data and show us numbers, and we would say, ah, okay, I guess, like, I'm guessing that would be the case. But when it happens like that, it's like, really? Cause, it just feels cause, like something like over the course of 162. Yeah, I can be talked into that working, but terrified of it in a playoff game. Because, you know, if Judge is just out at first, Gardner stays at third, you get the chance for another wild pitch. Right. Which is one of our best performers. <laughs> Drives and runs. Yeah. A uh, little, I don't know if this is going to happen in awards, but mm. I don't. Uh, Kinger, he gives them their second run on a wild pitch. And now he has uh, second and third, one out, 2 nothing, And that could have very well changed the course of the game. He strikes out uh, Hernandez and, and Renfro. So Kinger gave us two innings or whatever it was, 2.1. I forget how many it was, 1.2. But those two strikeouts were huge. Yeah, he strikes out uh, Kike and Renfro on the clue ball. So, again, thanks thanks for passing that down the line. Um, and then he has a uh, a cleanish inning after that. And then Devers singled and so. kicks it to Licky. But him, him and Sevy, man, I mean, those are storylines. I'm really on this Joely stuff because in, in game one – they brought they had Wandy and Joelli up and they brought in Wandy to face Schwarber and then Boston countered with Bobby Dahlbach. Dahlbach. In this game? No, game one. Game one. So okay. game one, they brought Wandy in for yes. Schwarber, their best lefty hitter. And it was weird because Boone the other day said Joelli's our favorite against lefties. He's their number one. So they brought Wandy in. So I thought Boone was playing the, the chess. Like, okay, well, we'll put Wandy in because he can get righties out too. Yeah. We bring Joely in and you and you you pinch it, Bobby. We're fucked. But we'll bring Wandy in because then you pinch it, Bobby Dahlbeck. We don't care. Wandy can get him. Yeah. Game two, 
Schwarber's up, last out of the inning. They bring in Litke as the lefty, who gets him. And we'll get to game three, but at this point, I see no room for Joely on the roster. Yeah, I mean, one game wild card gets a little different, but yeah, I mean, what Litke can do um, and how he can look. I mean, Wandy, for a normal lefty, he's going to be a little more effective against righties because his out pitch is that changeup. Um, so that's his his advantage. Although he's not scared to throw that to anyone, but yeah, in, in today's baseball, and we saw it in today's game, if Joely gets in and he doesn't get his lefty, you're turning basically the next two hitters into I'm trying. Who's a Yankee with like a 800s OPS? Like Stanton a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Is what you're turning their hitters into So yeah I mean that that makes me wonder a little bit Do we think uh, we're Boone's words Maybe a little bit of lip service ahead of this series To get ahead of it Because we saw him and Cora doing a lot of chess Yeah um, Interesting Jarv in the chat asked if Joely has an option No he's been around the block He He's a free agent at the end He's, he's the same exact spot as, as Heaney Free agent at the end of this year no options uh, Yeah Interesting thought about they have so many lefties. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Game three. Big Game one. three. Can the Yankees go for the sweep? Sure. Are you ready? I think I'm we're almost ready. Mark, get set, and... Burn, Jakey Burn! Yankees looking like a goddamn Quidditch team as they bring their broomsticks to Fenway. A-Rod in the booth and E-Rod on the bump for Boston as Jordan Belfort Montgomery tries to cook the books with Country Joe West behind the plate. We've got all the stars! We're scoreless until bottom four. JD hits a sack fly to give the Sox a 1-0 lead. Top five bases hucked Urshela Ella A. Double play, but a run scores. But like Julia Gulia and the wedding singer, the DJ ends up scoring another on his RBI single. 2-1 Yanks. In the seventh, a little managerial chess. Vasquez takes Joely to church as Iglesias scores on the sack fly. And then the Yanks have a tough puberty moment as two balls drop. One by DJ Fowl and one by Gallo in play. 3-2 Boston after the Yankee blunders. Top eight. Old friend Otto is in for Judge with two on. Red Sox voices would drop an octave as they have their two balls drop. One by Dahlbeck Fowl. One by Vasquez on a foul tip in there. And the Judge would make them pay. Two-run double as the big fella shows some emotion around the bases. But the other big man would sing him to a sweep. Junkalo, let the rhythm take you over, Junkalo. 448, another bomb. Monty for five to Clay, to Joely, to Chad, to Chapman. It's sweep Caroline time in the Commonwealth as the Yanks Take the finale, 6-3, spit in my mouth, let's go Yanks.
Whoa. Flashing lights got to be a lot by the end, I'll be honest. Both my arms were tired. Trying to read and through that <laughs> is not good for you. I've had a seizure. You did great. Thank you. Puberty joke? Yeah, was, you know, two balls drop and then. What was your, what was your other favorite line I've from that got some, something that relates to that. Uh, the Julia Gulia wedding singer. DJ ends up scoring. Wow, the DJ part. Yeah. Wedding singer. Yeah. DJ plays in. I, I watched a little bit of that the other night. Did you? Yeah. We watched two episodes of that murder show or whatever, and then I was like, don't really want to go to bed. I'll see if anything's on in The Wedding Singer was. I was like, I'll watch a couple scenes. Wedding Singer's funny. It's funny. I liked it more than Billy Madison on rewatches. Yes. Because it's more real. A little more real, it's yeah. a little more real. But, like, his friend is hilarious in it. Oh, yeah. He's the, the Fonzie. That's guy. kind of the, what hooked me in is kind of the scene. Well, actually, the John Lovett scene was on, so I'm not turning <laughs> that off. And then uh, the <laughs> Adam Sandler's miserable in talking about how he's going to start living life like his buddy. And his buddy's like, I'm miserable. Yeah. Don't, don't be like me. Yeah. That's just Get good up. stuff. Oh, uh, game three, man. What a mess of a game. What an absolute yeah. mess of a game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at, at one point, the Yankees are losing, and you're thinking, DJ dropped an easy one. Mm. Gallo dropped an easy one. Boone made a bonehead managerial decision, and that's the game. We lost. Yeah, and it was tough because DJ made a couple great plays at third, which was awesome. And then he drops that, which is tough, but also not tough. I mean, it's it's a poppy. Um, and then Gallo. Uh, and, yeah, you know, we get to laugh now. but And this is where man- managerial stuff becomes funny because uh, – Boone, and I think he had a quote with Marley after the game. He's like, you know, what do, what do you do? Like, our two best defenders drop pop-ups. And that's one of those times when it's like, yeah, kind of tough to be a manager. If the Yanks lost the game because of that, that's pretty brutal. At the same time, we were live for it. The uh, Again, everything with the Joelli parent trap, um, that felt like Boone got got. Um, it felt like Boone... Had gotten Cora earlier in this series um, With the, the doll back Like I'm kinda I'd rather have Wandy I guess that's where I go to Is I would rather have Wandy Peralta in game two Face Dahlbeck Who's a rookie Sure he's had a nice year And he's good against lefties But Wandy's not a traditional lefty And Kyle Schwarber Who they showed the graphic tonight He's had a 900 OPS with the Red Sox He's had a great year I mean, give me Wandy versus Dahlbeck over Wandy with Schwarber. And that's where this ended up landing um, because they end up going Travis Shaw to pinch hit, who's been released this year. He's not the Travis Shaw of old, who had a couple really nice major league seasons. Uh, he was kind of the Trojan horse that they did go to Joely because it looked like two lefties back-to-back, and Joely is really good versus lefties. They pinch hit Iglesias, who, again, he's on fire for the Red Sox and a righty, most importantly. Um, and then Doogie does. I mean, that was that was witchcraft, his little drag bunt. 
But yeah, that pass ball. Now it's <laughs> second and third, no outs. Uh, so they they won the battle for a little bit, but then the Yankees battle back. Like Chad does great. Yeah. Baseball Susan. And then Joe West helps out. Joe West was awful all game both ways for a while. Like his strike zone just ways. didn't make sense. Because uh, at first he was consistently missing that outside spot, except Aaron Judge. Uh, and then it started moving around a little bit. And dude, I, you and I say this, well, we say this probably 45% facetiously. Joe West kind of makes the call that if you weren't a fan of either team and you just want the better game to happen, he kind of makes that call. He, he he builds moments. Like if, if the team that's down a run, it's a 1-1 pitch and there's a borderline pitch, he's probably going to go ball and give him that 2-1 count and see what happens. Um, I will say this. That call, obviously, that is a bad call. Uh, when you watch the replay of it, he clearly caught it, was trying to put it in his hand, and he dropped it. How is Joe West supposed to call that? How is any umpire behind the catcher supposed to know that happened? Like, in live time, none of us, I thought he dropped it until they showed the replay in slow-mo. And he, Joe West doesn't even have the angle. He just, like, he didn't see that. He just saw the ball on the ground. I'm not... It's fucked. It's a bad call, and the Yankees caught a huge break. And if, if I was a Red Sox, if us, I was a Red Sox fan, I'd feel personally slighted. Yes. Uh, I'd be like, "What the fuck? That was rigged." Like writing letters. Yeah, I'd be mad. I'd be, yeah. I'd be furiously mad. I'm just saying, you can't challenge it. That's an impossible call. Joe S is just saying something that he doesn't know happened. And when would he ever say on the transfer? Because it happens right. so fast that it's just on the ground by the time he sees it. We So Jack Curry tweeted out that it's not reviewable. Jack Curry, as noble as a man can come, so I'm going to believe that. Uh, so there's that aspect of it. And then we got into the rule book a little bit, and like any good rule book section, there's some wiggle room. Um, so I don't know. Like, yes, if that happened to us on the wrong end, we would be deceptive. Devastated and screaming and saying, change the rule book. Um, it is, you are right. Like with Joe West, it almost multiplied it the wrong direction because it's a foul tip, which is kind of a crazy call, anyways. And then the first thing you look for, and it's part of the rule book, is like the ball in the glove. So if the ball's on the ground, like how many times do you see a catcher, it's, it's in their glove, pops out, and the catcher like punches himself? So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's curious. And by the way, Bobby Dahlback missed the pop up earlier that at bat. Yeah, if you're a Red Sox fan, like I mean you were only Be more mad at you that. were only in the lead because the Yankees dropped two pop ups. So nothing nothing was earned. And then Bobby missed team. his. That's so what I'm like, saying. And then and then Vasquez drops that. And then if Judge strikes out, Stan hits that homer and it's problem solved. It's still a homer. Problem solved. Otto. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Otto. We we love you. Um, so yeah, obviously that keep keep Holmes in next time. Yeah, and that's uh again, Jake's Jake's managerial math, you know, probably clip this and they'll show it in those schools for future managers. Probably put it in the Louvre. Um let's go to the Louvre. Let's go to the Louvre. Um, you know, if my options are Clay Holmes, his second inning, but it would have been his twelfth pitch in an eleven pitch inning. 
looked gross, and he's been one of the best relievers in baseball. And you give me Clay Holmes versus Travis Shaw, Verdugo, and well, it's what Vasquez, or Joelli versus Jose Iglesias, who's swinging a really good stick right now. Verdugo, and then did they have another pinch hit option? I forget, but either way, uh, I'd probably stick Clay there. You have an off day tomorrow, and, and it's they brought in Joelli for Shaw. So that, and I'd still rather have rolled with right, which Holmes it, than again that that brings which, in where Boone looked kind of geniusy in the Wandy move because he knew that he'd go to Dahlback, and I think you take that matchup. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite. I don't, I would I would love to know where Boone like where the thought process was. I think he saw the opportunity for two lefties in a row, and was all for it. But, like, he has to know Iglesias is on the bench, right? Yeah, I mean, like, you knew right away that Cora was not going to keep Shaw there. And and Boone is, should know us just as much as you. Hopefully more. <laughs> Hopefully a lot Hopefully more. a little more. Uh, but what if he just doesn't care about Iglesias? Like, I don't no, know. That moment honestly felt like the Red Sox, Yankees, and Rays have been in a little bit of a pissing match the last few years. The Rays... You know, they literally do that every series to us, and they seem to win six out of seven decisions that get made. I think the Rays, they do that to the Red Sox and Yankees, so when the Yankees and Red Sox get their chance to play that, like, oh, Cora, will you will you actually burn two players to get the better matchup? And I think Cora's like, yeah. Yeah, we got extra roster spots, Shaw. dude. Yeah. Glacius is like our best hitter over the past week. Yeah. Lesson learned. Didn't hurt him today. Game got a little crazy. Game got a little drunk. I don't like when everyone tweets that out, but today's one. I mean, you had three professionals miss pop-ups. The Vasquez play, which is just chaos. Joe West being Joe West in a matter of, like, 15 minutes. Judge dislocated his pinky and then just popped it back in. Did you see the quote he had about yeah. him? I thought you'd really like it. Oh, I'm going to play it at one point. Um, Glaber gets hurt because Stan celebrated too hard on his head. Yeah. Wade gets thrown out because he stopped running halfway through because he thought it was a foul ball. The game got very drunk. Judge's quote is something like, it's just my pinky, I don't need it, which is exactly what I was saying when it happened. Do you think me and Wade are close enough that I can be like, so what? What happened on the scene? No. I don't think... Uh, Appreciate you're, that. You're close enough, but I don't think anyone that knows him would know... Like, I think he's pretty... They won, What's so our maybe. best bet? Iglesias got him? Just, if you want to DM him, I would, I would DM him, like, Iglesias yell foul. I'm not asking, but... Yeah. So what happened? Iglesias yell foul? Yeah, I would say that. Find out. Why not? We'll listen to the judge's quote. Happened uh, in that play where you dislocated your finger and uh, popped it back in, as Aaron uh, Boone told us. And what is your level of concern? Um, yeah, just going for two there, you know, trying to get in scoring position for Big G behind me. And, um, you know, the biggest mistake was not going feet first. You know, I'm kicking myself for that. But, uh, yeah, 
popped up, really didn't feel much. And then when I went to, you know, kind of check my batting gloves, I saw it was kind of out of place. <laughs> Tried popping it back in, it kind of got stuck again. So just just needed some help. Um, you know, not not too concerned with it. You know, I really don't know, um, you know, what's going on with it, but um, I don't think I, I don't really need it to hit. So I think we're going to be in good shape. Hello, Aaron. Can you? Aaron Judge doesn't give a fuck about his pinkies, dude. He doesn't need them. And they're offended. His pinky finger does nothing for him. Is the most important thing your pinky finger does nowadays, Bino? Clearing the net? No. I use it to clean out my ear a lot. What about you, BBD? What's the thing you most use? I get a lot of of earwax up here in this upper region, and my pinky's in there a good amount. I've done a little of that, I think. Pinky. I like to think I find uses for it when I can. Are you Googling what do I use my pinky for? No, I was like, like practicing typing to see how much I actually Oh, yeah, I use my pinky, pinky when I type a lot. When yeah. I type, it happens. I've kind of gone typer. full typewriter mode. Lately, You've gone poking hunt. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, these Yankees are going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Use my, I use my pinky like the Yankees use a guy they know they're getting rid of the next day. Like if I see a time to go for what it. What Yankee is your pinky finger right now? Odor? Mm-hmm. Like it gets involved in a lot of the action, but it's not. No, mine is more. My brain like went Glaber. to Albert Abreu you earlier. Your pinky's Glaber. Yeah, sad at times, but it helps. Like, like I just realized, <laughs> I just realized I use it for more than I thought, and that's Glaber. Like at the plate, like you're like, oh, actually, he's been pretty good. He turned out he's been good since he got second. But you know, you're never gonna really, you're not celebrating it. I think I could go pinky list tomorrow and be pretty good. You'd adjust. Dude, I use it in Blitzball a lot. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, that's how I throw my curve. I think you'd adapt there, too. I think you'd find a way. I'd have to just not really throw that curve in, yeah. I think you'd find a new And my pinky's gardener. Just got a big upgrade. Yeah, I'm, like, sick of it being overlooked. Okay. I'm going to start defending it. Now you're Team Pinky. Yeah. Wow, what a, what a turn. <laughs> phone yeah i thought about that as my most valued pinky that's pinky my most moment. valuable pinky thing right there absolutely what yeah my pinky it's just phone. a stand for my phone i had a really dumb one at first yeah yeah what was it sometimes when i pet noodle i like lead with my hand this way yeah like a little backhand yeah but you know take away the pinky it's the same game yeah all right, let's go into the individual awards. It's the second half of the show, and it is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Really? The best cereal in all the land. Yeah, if you're into, like, Cliff Bars and Protein Bars, and you're just, but you like cereal more, mm. boom, oh. 13 to 14 grams of protein. Boom. Zero grams of sugar, four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving. Guilt-free cereal. You eat it. It tastes delicious. It's sweet. It's fruity. It's frosted. It's peanut butter. It's blueberry. It's cinnamon. Cookies and cream, maple, waffle, whatever flavor you want. You get a four-pack. You go to magicspoon.com slash yanks to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code YANKS at checkout to save $5 off your order. 
Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash yanks. Use code yanks to save $5 off. You love cereal if you're like me. And this is a way you can eat it without feeling terrible about yourself. Are you typing to test out your pinky? No. Oh. Just checking in. Okay. All right. Regular old awards is next. Regular it's not yet. We have, to do, we have to do the first award. It's coming up soon. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. 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 That yeah, that's, that, that, yeah. that's a I'll, good movie. I'll grab you the moon. What's going on? For the Pride of the Yankees? Yeah. Who you got? I'm going first because of an agreement I made a long time ago with a big man. That's sexist. My dad's friend, Big Gary. Oh. Nice guy. He's always been very nice to me, him and his wife, Enid. Enid? Yes. Enid. How do you spell that? I think it's E-N-I-D. Gary and Enid. Very nice people. My dad will be very happy. They're getting a shout out. Um, I'm going with Giancarlo Stan. Can you give any reasons as to why? Jim, I'll give you a couple. Yeah. He hit a home run in every game this series. That's a great reason. That's pretty nice. <laughs> he went seven seven for 12. Whoa. <laughs> what <laughs> do you mean? Boston, why didn't they start walking him? I don't know. What? <laughs> no one else had more than four hits. That was old man Brett, by the way. When Otto came up, uh, when Otto was pitching to him, it was like what? Judge on second, first base open, two outs. Like why'd you pitch to Stanton? Why? In theory, Adovino's supposed to be the get out Stanton machine, but but why? But yeah. like at a certain point, with what he's done, pull the previous the eleven at bats. Yankees, dude. Yankees had four home runs this series. Stan was three of them. It felt like the Yankees hit like a lot of home runs this series. Uh, well, game pretty one, much all Stan. Yeah, I didn't think it felt like that. It was all Stan. They only had four hits in game two. Two of the hits were Stanton. Um, the queen of stats, KT Sharp, uh, shout out on the ESPN broadcast. Whoops. Hey-o! Whoops. Uh, that's why she's the queen. Um, Yankees with at least three home run and 10 RBI in any three game, any three game span versus Boston. Stanton, Mantle, Gehrig, Ruth. Um. Yeah, I mean, she killed it. He killed it. Um. That grand slam. That grand slam is like, if this season gets real fun. Six games left. Well, the postseason is kind of what we've been talking about. Like, if you know, if a CS comes into play, like I don't even. I don't think it would have happened without that Stan home run. I think that changed energies. Well, I posted the video. I isolated each person in the dugout. Uber showing belly on a celebration. The shot was cool, but I was was with Kyle at the time, and I was like, but everyone needs to watch every single person. So I edited it so it was like every single person, and it's so cool. It's one of the most fun clips we've got. It's always been your favorite. Uh, post-World Series individual shots. Yeah. Show me everyone. Um, 
my pride of the Yankees, and it's a great pick by you. Thank you. And then my pride of the Yankees um, is Giancarlo San. I already took him. It's doubling up. There's no he's one up. even he's close. Off the board. No, we've doubled up a lot, and we're doubling up. Wow. There's no one even. Uh, there's not a close second. Wow. It's a double pride if there's ever been a double pride. Damn. Seven for twelve. Three homers. Stanton, 10 RBIs this series. The Red Sox, the Red Sox nine runs this series. Yeah, it's, it's a good pick. We've doubled up a couple times this season, this season, I think, once or twice on prides and MFers. This might be the most deserving. Who else has gotten double? Do you remember? Looks like it might be our first double up pride, but we double up MF. I think MFs, yeah, I don't. Pride. There, I think there has ever been. There's definitely been double prides before. I think before. there's been a double pride. I don't know about this definitely year. Definitely none. Looks like definitely not this year. But we've had two or three double MFs. Yeah. Well, I'm not upset about it. It's okay. the clearest. I'm a easy. little, but like I get it. Uh, last year or no? Wait, I'm on this year. We've done it before. I feel like we've definitely done it before. What if we haven't? If if we haven't, I won't do it. I don't want to. But I feels like we. Have. Yeah, we have. CC got it. We both gave it to CC once. One year, we both gave it to. I saw another one. I scrolled past it. I don't know. We're done for. Okay. Stanton, dude. No one's even close. And no one's, if I was to do another one, people wouldn't like it and it wouldn't mean anything. It's Stan. And also, I want to play this clip because you, you didn't talk about this and I don't okay. know if you've heard it yet. Okay. When yeah, we talked about this, but I haven't. You haven't heard, heard it yet? His voice said. Yeah. When uh, they asked him the what went through your head when they brought in uh, Hernandez to face Rizzo. Here's his answer. Hey, John Carl, what's going through your head when they go to the lefty there to, to try to get uh, Rizzo out and, and uh, you know, get out of that inning? Um, that uh, they better get him out. Better get rid of him because <laughs> it, it's uh, um, you know I obviously rather face the lefty than the righty at any time. So um, yeah. Hey, John, he's the best. Start starting to quickly become the best. Uh, I'd obviously rather face the lefty than the righty. So uh, yeah, better get Riz out. Yeah, think about the confidence he has. They don't get Riz out, and then he goes to the plate and his first pitch fastball. Yeah, I mean, what are you doing, Darwinson? What are you doing, Cora? But, yeah, you still got to hit that 94-mile-per-hour fastball, and he did 452 feet, I believe, which felt low. (laughs) And I don't think you can say that. Felt like a conservative guess. And a lot of those. We uh, we said this on the on the stream. I said it. Every stadium needs to have a part where you can hit it out of. Maybe Yankee Stadium's biggest flaw. I need to see a ball leave the stadium. Dude, it's funny you phrase it that way. The old Yankee Stadium, there used to be that sliver in right field, kind of between the bleachers and the grandstands. Yes. And I used to always hope... I used to always hope it would just happen. Your biggest hope. Didn't someone bounce one out? Because there was also a left field 
where they used to bring like the ambulance if shit happened. It did left field at the old stadium? I feel, like you couldn't leave the stadium. In oh eight, did did Hamilton get like bounce one off somewhere? The Darwinson thing was my like biggest burning. In 2018, I gave DD Pride first, and you gave DD Pride second. So I don't feel bad about it at all anymore. I was, I never did. We we're past, we're through. And then we gave Glaber Pride, doubled it up. All right, so there's been precedent here. It's happened. We all knew it. Who's your MFer, man? Mm. I haven't even thought about this. You Yankee motherfucker. Sometimes I listen to that soundbite and how much he really hits the, like, cur. It's a pretty hard F word. Yeah. No joke. A lot of times I just, it's just, like, noise to me because I've heard it so much. Right. And sometimes I focus on how he says it. It's like, wow, that's pretty hard. It's badass. We're badass. Badass show. My Yankee MFR. Sheesh. Um, Joelly. 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 I'm not even going to give any reasoning. Next, back to you. Mine is Joey Gallo. Wow. Joey Gallo didn't get a lot of hits today. He drops that fly ball, saved by his teammates for hitting all those home runs. Um, He also, I thought... Had a bad play when he threw home to get Devers at home and allowed the runner to get to second. I think A-Rod called it out on the broadcast. We were live streaming, so didn't listen, really. But got to go to second there and keep the double play in order. So I thought he had two. One, obviously, a blooper, like a terror. And then another kind of, it, it didn't hurt us, but hopefully, like, someone told him, like, dude, you just go to second. There was a bloop single after that. Yes. We're talking about a lot more. Yeah, you got to hold that runner at second. Uh, Joey Gallo goes uh, one for 11 with one walk this series. So, you know, Rizzo got three hits. DJ got three hits. A lot of people got involved. I was trying to see what Joey Gallo did against the Red Sox when they swept him to see if... And, you know, it is his first game in as a Yankee in Fenway. So there's probably like genuinely a lot of like just taking this in of it. And I mean, not for nothing. Oh, for 12 against Boston in his first series against Boston as a Yankee. So at this point. This series? No, last series against them was 0 for 12. He's 1 for 11. So math. 1 for 25? 1 for 23. 1 for 23. So you go into a wild card game, you start running numbers and stuff like that. Was I don't know. This is if if you'll have an easy time finding this. Was it the first time he's played left field at Fenway? Because he's a guy who covers a lot of ground. I think on the Rangers teams, I don't think it, I don't think he, the monster right really field. got into play with him. But I don't know. It's just something that was. I can yeah. pull it up. I think. Yeah, and that's uh, the pop-up. I mean, now now that I am thinking about it, the wind, wind must have been swirling a little bit to the right because every player missed it. 
to the right, kind of. Yeah, I didn't get that the booth was like there's no wind here. It's like, yeah. well, what's going on then? I mean, no. maybe not inside the booth you're in, but there's there has yeah. to be. He no came wind up, in the booth right now. Forgot that he came up as a third base, first baseman. That was pretty. Uh, I mean, we're, we're a week and a half from Twitter wanting Gallo at third base. I mean, he was a first and third baseman for a while. I forgot about First couple moons. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Gal is my MFR. It's a light one, but there's a couple mm-hmm. miscues there. A lot of the big boys, like, had moments, and he didn't have a moment. He played left field at Fenway in 2018. He played three... Uh, he played 18 innings in left field at Fenway in 2018 and maybe then in 2019 as well. So he's, it's not his first time in front of the monster. Mm. Then the only thing I could think of, not an excuse. It was an excuse anyway because his mistake was a pop-up that was in his glove. But. Yeah. So let's see it, Joey. Your turn to crush Toronto now. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh. All right, next up, regular old awards brought to you by the shop at John Boy Media. A lot of people in the chat, the live stream chat, my post-game recap on Twitter, Hmm. and the uh, live chat today on this episode asking where I got my sweatshirt from. If I wear something, it usually comes from our store, shop.johnboymedia.com. Tons of stuff there. Gross to grind shirts, win the pitch Ooh, shirts. Those are playoff shirts. And Frick, yeah. Frickin' losing? Hell no. Couple other. The goal line package in Yankee Land. The Delo Mio shirt. Joe's shirt. Um, that's really cool. The other color team. And yeah, man, our our hoodies are fail in the chat hooking it up. Go get a hoodie. A lot of you guys are always asking how you can help us out and stuff. Get a hoodie. Fall's coming. Fall's coming. Been warm. We got joggers and stuff. We got hot boy stuff, too. Go to the store. Fall is here. Ring the bell. Blah, blah, blah. Ring the bell. Brand new shoes. Walking blues. Climb the fence. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Who's your? What, what, what and who? James, I got one. It's on the tip of my tongue. Okay. Um... You know, Jim, I am giving out an award that's close to your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am giving out the, if you can't, if you don't fear it, it can't hurt you. Oh, if you don't fear it, it can't hurt you. I mean, obviously, I love the message there. I don't know who you're going to apply it to. Don't fear it. It won't hurt you. I mean, I'm going to guess Judge Mm. just because of the pinky stuff. Ah. It feels like way too easy and on the nose, so I I think it's wrong, but that's my only guess. James, you know uh, I've got this brain that the big man gave me, Gary. Um, And Eden. Enid. Enid. Um. Jim, I see some things. Sometimes they're applicable. Sometimes they're not applicable at all. 
You know, you hear a lot of them in the burns. Jim, there's beauty to this game of baseball. Yes. Tell them about it. And there's a guy on the Yankees that there is one defining factor that helps make him a better ball player. Confidence. Anthony Rizzo has no fear of the baseball at all. None. A, he gets plunked in the knee by Darwinson. 95 right off the knee, doesn't flinch. Just walks to first. Which is kind of like Hardo guy stuff, and Rizzo doesn't give off that vibe, and it's kind of like powerful. It's kind of like when the king in the movie can actually fight. Can I tell you? Oh, can I tell you something? I have one more final note, and then you can. Today, Vasquez comes up, and they think he's gonna. There's a chance he's gonna bunt. So the third baseman DJ is like edge of the grass, where you kind of expect bunt defense. Rizzo's in the teeth of it. He's in pitcher bunt mode, and Vasquez didn't show bunt. I know the runners ended up advancing, but he didn't show bunt. Rizzo's a sicko. He has no fear of the ball, and it shows in his game because he stands on top of the plate. He gets hit by pitches and doesn't care. He was standing like 18 feet away from Christian Vasquez, who did not show bunt. I, like you said, usually you'd think that was a hardo thing, like to get hit and just run it off, and he doesn't put off that vibe, and I agree with that. I don't think it hurts him. Might not. I think, so I have a family friend who, when I was a younger kid, like middle school or high school, he said something that kind of opened my eyes. He was like, yeah, I feel, he's like, I feel bad because the dentist doesn't bother me at all, Mm. but everyone always talks about how much they hate it, and I just, it doesn't. It's, it doesn't bother me at all. Right. And I feel like that's how Rizzo is with getting hit by pitch. He's, oh, like, yeah. uh, he's like, I don't know. Like, I understand that it should hurt. And I see the guys. I feel it. I see the guys with their bruises and it hurts them, but it's just never hurt me, you know? Yeah. So, um, that was what I was going to say. I believe him that it, it doesn't hurt him. Maybe he might not even bruise. Dude, I thought it would be like. Opposite of you. I thought it was going to be the perfect excuse, like Erod on the mound, lefty, Rizzo got hit in on the kneecap. Um, like, I thought it would be the perfect, like, they'll give Voight the star and figure it out and give Rizzo the double off day because they're off tomorrow. No. Wasn't in, wasn't in the plans. And, by the way, that hit-by-pitch set up the Stanton moment that's as cool as baseball gets. I good award, good award, Thank good you. award. Rob Freeman. No, we are now not live anymore. Um, just stopped. I don't know if we put out the clip of Rizzo running home mm. on Judge's hit. I asked the crew to put it out though, because Judge hits that ball into the gap in Game Three, and Rizzo just takes off like it's men's league softball. Yeah, he almost runs to third like it's an out. Like it's a pop out, and he's yes, just going like through final the final out of the inning. Final out of the inning, he's just going through the motions, and then just stays at that pace the whole way home. Never picks up speed. Yeah. Never slows down speed. Just, just men's league softball jogged in on that judge play while everyone else is like booking it. So mm. funny. And then he getting to second on the double. He should have been pegged if the Red Sox were paying attention. That was scary. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. We don't. 
Okay. You, you know, uh, it's a little bit of an inside joke that's been explained on here, but we don't talk about the hush, man. The hush, man? We don't talk about the hush. Okay. Um, bite my tongue and hold my breath award. Bite my tongue. Mm-hmm. Hold my breath. Award. Bite my tongue and hold my breath award. Um, man, my guess ended up in kind of a mean place. Um, judge. Wrong. Okay, good. Wrong. I wanted to be wrong. Yeah. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath. That's the full award? Scared to rock the boat and make a mess. You're singing. Yeah. Goes to Severino. Mm. I got the eye of the tiger. Mm. A fighter? Dancing through the fire? Because I'm a champion and you're going to hear me roar. Mm. Dude, Sebi getting so pumped up. Got me so pumped up. Yeesh. It was like we had Cece back and we had someone roaring on the mound. Just like going nuts. First savvy outing, I wasn't with every Yankee fan. It was like, yes, nostalgia, feel great. But, I mean, he's hitting 94. He didn't look great. Uh, this outing, he's in higher leverage. He's screaming off the mound. He hit 97. His fastest pitch, I think they got the nerds on it, and it's like 97.8, but okay. he technically, technically had put a 98 on the board, and he had a few 97s. Which, again, like, in today's baseball, the difference between 94 and 97 is a big deal. Yeah. Big deal. I mean, that was cool. Yeah, I, uh, I tweeted it out. Um... Sevy's first appearance back was cool, but I really didn't get super in my feels. Like, you were talking about it. A lot of Yankees Twitter was. Uh, and I guess maybe it's elitist Yankee stuff or just the change of the mood in the past couple days. But uh, I think I was tying it to Sevy's performance. And like you're saying, we, d- we didn't want to come in hot with that because we didn't want to be those guys, but Sevy was pumping 94. He normally, as a starting pitcher, he sat 97. So that kind of didn't feel great to me, especially when, you know, if we got swept by Boston, the season was basically over, that he did this in the seventh and eighth, man. That's big. Like, that changes the outlook a little bit um, or what the potential outlook can be. And, yeah, that big roar, that, uh, that was awesome. Yeah, and he was locating pretty well. A couple fastballs up, but, I mean, if you look at this graph, which I can't, the, obviously the people can't see, uh, you have the change-ups low on that side of the plate, the sliders over here, so his off-speed pitches, pretty good. One change-up middle of the zone. So, But other than that, like, pretty good shit from Savvy. And his fastest, according to baseball, Savant is 97.9. So at that point, just give it to him. 2-2 pitch. 
Fouled back. See, it said 98 on the screen. On the, Pretty the, dotted, the too. And, yeah. yeah, that was the intense at bat um, with Iglesias. I mean, that was nine pitches, and he ends up winning the war uh, on a slider at the end. I mean, man, 2-2 two, two count. He goes fastball, foul ball, changeup, foul ball, changeup, foul ball, fastball, foul ball, and then gets him with a slider. Like, that was... Last appearance was Seve, your back, claps, cool. I mean, this was the fucking teeth of it. Yeah. What what up bat did you just read off? Uh, Iglesias in the seventh. Because fucking JD is pretty cool, too. Here's the first, the first pitch. Ball, fastball low. Not a terrible pitch, though. And then he comes at him with a changeup. And off the fastball, that is an awesome pitch. A nice pitch. And then he comes back. I mean, this was – did uh, J.D. have a bad series? I mean, that's 97 right down the middle. That's J.D.'s numbers this series. Let's see. He and then did. change up again, and that's when he started roaring. He had a single today. When you stepped out for a half second, we talked about how he had the fly ball that was scary after Devers. Yep. Um, but he was 0 for that, that game. He was one for two with two walks the first game, so. Okay. You got another award? I didn't even want to. Um, uh, Okay. I got an award. (laughs) And I know the name of it, which is huge. It's like the... like the first big step of the award. So you have an award and you have a name for it. I'm kicking this guy out the chat, dude. I just hate people so much. Get the boot, bruh. It's just like, just. Like, um, I, I've been pretty negative this year, but I don't think I've been that. I am giving out the. The Deep Breath Neighbor Award. Deep Breath Neighbor. Deep Breath Neighbor Award. Neighbor comes over to say hi, and you go, all right, let's go talk to Bob for a little bit. That vibe? You're close. Best neighbor in all of TV history. What's that? Best neighbor in all of TV history. Wilson's got to be up there, right? Improvement. Yeah, yeah, we immediately went to Wilson. That's kind of crazy. You went to Wilson too. Watched a lot of Nick at Night. Nice, Bob. Me too. It's that seventy show. It's Bob. Bob Kelso. I mean, that's just me. So I kind of can't pick that. Jimmy Gibbler. That not a fun neighbor for the parents. <laughs> it's an awful neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking of neighbors. <laughs> Say Urkel next. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mr. Feeney. Urkel's kind of all time. Feeney's all time. Okay. We're just talking character. Yeah. You got a guess? No. Okay. <laughs> Tough. Uh, it's going to Glaber Tours. Okay. Uh, Jim. I've been on this very program. I've been on the Twitter app. I've been wherever people would listen to me. And, you know, said I was over it, man. Like, uh, for what this team was providing, 
give me Velasquez in the defense. We'll circle back on Glaby next year. Glaber's gone to second base. Um, he's looked solid over there, and he has been hitting. Um, and he does deserve credit for that. Um, and you know what? Like, he's my neighbor. And I just, you know, I ran hot for a little bit. You know, planting like decoys. Like throwing a beer can over the yard just to see if he makes the action happen. And I had to go back home and take a deep breath and say like, who am I? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Glaber Torres is going to be at second base the rest of the way. You know, even in tonight's game when Judge got hurt, there was kind of some looks around the office like, so if they kick Wade out to the outfield, does Glaber go? And I think everyone kind of had the same thought, like, you can't put Glaber back at short. You burnt that bridge. Glaber's at second base. He's been swinging the bat well. Lately, and even, you know, I've seen everyone with their second half stats. I like Glaber. And nice. I mean, nice. He's my neighbor. He's at second base. I'm going to enjoy him the rest of the way. And that's it. Okay. Enjoy thy neighbor. Enjoy thy Glaber. Ooh, it's uh, welcome to the Glaberhood. What? (laughs) That should have been the name of your award. I felt like that could have given it away. What did he go with again? Kramer up. Deep breath neighbor. Kramer up there on the all-time neighbors. That's a good one. I wouldn't want to be neighbors with Kramer. But as a character. No, I wouldn't want to be neighbors. I'm telling you, I would not want to be neighbors. At that phase of your life, that's good. That's good entertainment. Yeah. Um, these chickens. I think they're kind of supposed to be at a stage of their life where they wouldn't be cool with that. Yeah, they're way too old to be. Yeah. I think some of the at at the stage I'm in in my life. What are the early Seinfeld episodes? How old's Jerry? His twenties, right? No. I would assume like very late twenties. At the very beginning, I would have guessed thirties. I think for the for the vast majority of the show, they're supposed to be in their thirties. I mean, they definitely enter thirties. I assumed early. I think he's like late thirties the whole show. So it started in eighty nine. How old is Seinfeld? I thought they were thirty five plus the whole time. I'd be shocked if they're younger than that. I would have. I would have guessed. They start in their their early. When was he born? Math pod. He was born. Or at least it could be they could have been as like twenty nine when that. In fifty four. Eighty nine minus fifty four, thirty five. Season one. So he was thirty five. He, he was literally thirty five years old. Call it thirty at the start. Older than, younger. Older than like twenty six. You don't want that as your neighbor. Yeah, but as a as a character, TV neighbors, all time character. Uh, I'm gonna give the uh, <laughs> BD laughed. BD laughed. Zendino in the chat. No, no, not a math pod. Yeah. Seriously, every time. 
Um, What's your final word? The Nuevo Nueva Cadera. Nuevo Cadera. Nueva Cadera. Nueva Ooh. Cadera. Award. I got a spell check on that. No. Okay. Nueva Cadera. Nueva Cadera. Nueva Cadera. Um, man. Also, um, the, I... it's also the, if this helps, also the Uj Sipo Award. So, so I thought about giving out this award. Yeah. Um, but I'll let you give it to DJ. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, Armenian. DJ's got a new hip. He's great. It's the best. New hip DJ. New hip DJ. His hip hurt. They did a ton of MRIs. They shot him up with some horse tranquilizers and um, shots. And he's got new hips. He looked great. The best he's looked at third. Besides Minus the fucking pop-up. But, like, the we, ground we balls. Some a huge double play ball and, yeah. like, two huge plays, hot shots down the line. Which I was kind of worried about losing Odor over there. But he made those plays. Obviously, the pop-up's bad. But the actual, like, plays in fair territory... And he made a big boy throw, and I gave my whole speech about third baseman and throwing, and he kind of had his whole body twisted up and fired a good one. So, and like he also, that. and who knows how much his tricep stuff is tied into this year. We talked about on the live stream how I I think when the season ends, that'll we will get more information on that. But yep, also a good series with the bat. Only played the two games, but three hits, two walks, RBI. So. And yet, you know, again, we... Do you know what's really weirding me out about it, though, Jake? What's weirding you out about it? I think they're going to say, and we both think they're going to say, and his numbers now for his last, like, 23 games uh, are... No, they're not No, good. man, that's... I, dude, I had the same stretch pulled up because you look at the box scores and you're actually like, well, he's got a hit in almost... In a lot of games, he's got one, two, three... He's got three, four games in the last 23 that he doesn't have a hit. And you're like, okay, that's really productive. The OPS is 7-11. Dude, three extra base hits. Yeah. You know, it's funny he's turned into a little baby toe. Um, Tried to tell you. What was I going to say? Oh, I mean, he's got the hip thing that they say has been going on forever now or a while now. And then he's got the labrum or shoulder thing. So I, I think we're going to get a, a pretty big, yeah, he was playing hurt roles a lot of the season. And well, why would you keep him lead off the whole time? Yeah. If you knew he was battling and not performing, like, why is he still or, top of the order? Or why is he not a guy who got a lot of off days mixed in? Right. Like yeah, they mix in off days for everybody. They're not treating him like a guy injured and wounded. Like they so have him, so not. they're invested in his long term health. Yeah. So, I don't know. Weird. Yeah. All right, going into next series. Who is it? Cluebot, Tyone. Tyone gets game one on Tuesday. I mean, he's not fully stretched out. No, he is. Boone said he's gonna. Boone said he's got. He's going. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of not going to believe that till I see it. Um, hey, we did ask for him to get a rest, and so that did kind of happen. But, yeah, I'd expect maybe 80. Maybe 80. And, I mean, the other thing kind of lingering is that Herman hasn't gotten action. So, ideally, that would be the spot. Back. Two innings for Herman at following Tyone. You can get seven innings there. Um, but, again, putting Herman in a – in a leverage spot right now. That's a little scary because he hasn't pitched. So, who are we seeing on the Blue Jays side of things? The Yankees, it's J-Mo, Cole, Kluber, Jays is Ryu, Barrios, Ray. Ryu? Ryu against J-Mo game one, Cole, Barrios game two. Has Kluber, Ryu, has Ryu been, been back? Are we seeing his return? It's Wednesday. Ryu is out? He went on the 10-day at one point. Yeah, I think it's it'll be his first start back. So I guess he missed one one or two. Neck tightness. Yeah, so that tight. could have been a little uh, funny business because he was starting to get hit too. I mean, he was really bad. Yeah. Ryu's last eight games, he has a 8-10 ERA. Like he was... That smells a little bit like rest start. up. Yeah. So in the, that's, in, and in the middle of that stretch, of in the Tuesday. middle of that stretch, six innings pitch, zero runs versus the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> Take that game out. Take that game out. He's probably got a 10 year, right? Mm-hmm. He just shut down the Yankees for one night in the middle of a terrible Found stretch. <laughs> Ryu, Barrios, Ray, for them, I mean, if Ryu pitches well, they like Barrios and they like Ray a whole bunch. We're missing Manoa, but if we get Cole, so that's good, but... Cole against Barrios, who hasn't had a lot of success against the Yankees. I think he pitched fine last game, but it was like six and two. And Kluber hasn't had success against him either. Fourth start against the the Jays. That's a little scary. Yeah, and he hasn't had success against them. So, looks like that'll be his last start of the year. The offense needs to help out. The pitching has been phenomenal all season. I don't love the uh, you know you got Tyone's first start. And then you got Cole, who's great, but you got Kluber, who's just been beat by them. Is this last... their first time going to Toronto? They played Since... three road series at against the Blue Jays, all three in different cities. All right. Yeah. Okay. Dunedin, Buffalo, and now Toronto. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, this first game feels like the pivot game. Ryu coming off the aisle, Tyone coming off the aisle, that could... Could be a little messy. The Lionel. Hmm? The bullpen doing well. Cole and Kluber's last starts of the year. Yeah. JMO looks like he's lined up for last game there. So who's going to pitch Tampa? Nestor and Monty are lined up for the first two games that now the Sunday is, is blank. So that would have J- it'd be Jamo's turn. So that that would have Nestor, that would have Monty and Nestor as the two three, mm-hmm. which is what I would have it as. Interesting, yeah. man. If game one sixty three gets in play, that gets pretty well, pretty quick. I suppose the Yankees haven't announced that. That's the day just after the Cole. Things are getting real quick. Yeah. All right. We will uh, 
See you when we see you. Have a good night. Go Yanks. Tell them Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>